You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Well, we're back. It was a good vacay. Lauren and I both took a little trip. How was your trip, Lauren? It was great. Yeah, we took a little unannounced summer trip hiatus from the podcast, so it's good to be back a couple yeah. weeks later. Yeah. yeah, I think we should clarify, you and I didn't take a trip together. You no. went with your family and I went <laughs> with my family, but now we're back and timing is perfect because I keep seeing all these little children uh, on my Facebook and Instagram feed, so it must be back to school time. It is. So we thought it would be a great time to talk about using educational content to engage your audience. So education-based marketing campaigns and kind of ideas behind that. So get ready. School is back in session with us today. Excellent. And I think this is brilliant. I mean, I really think a lot of people for a long time have just been like, well, education or educational opportunities, they're not really marketing. But I mean, they're just as much as marketing as the characters on a cereal box looking down at children when they walk through the aisle. I think that's exactly <laughs> what this is like. So, <laughs> yes, but it sounded very creepy, by the way. <laughs> well, it's true. The next, time, the next yeah. time you're walking through the cereal aisle, notice that all the characters are looking down. Yeah, so those eyes are just all moving. Yep. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, all right. Well, since you're the since you're the teacher's pet most of the time, why don't you kick it <laughs> off and I'll see if I can uh, make some comments from the back row today. Okay, so I guess just kind of to start it off, um, you might be wondering, like, I what does this mean? What is an education based marketing campaign or like a strategy? So basically, an education based strategy uses tactics that will create a focus on. Um, just that education. So it's not focused on straightforward selling of, you know, a product, a service or an experience. It's using um, helpful information to your approach that is still doing those things, you know, driving sales or visitors or website traffic, but you're providing content that kind of separates the two and offers useful education pieces for your audience, whether they can refer back to it, you know, several times, or it's creating some sort of engagement with them, you know, in real time. So we'll talk about a few kind of examples of this, but I just thought it would be good to just give a little bit of an overview or a couple of like examples, first of all. Yeah. So that's good. Just to kind of like, yeah, give a little um, example here. So maybe you um, create pens and you sell pens and notepads and all that sort of thing. Um, You can't just continuously utilize like messaging, like we have the best pens, we have the cheapest pens, blah, 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 sales, sales, sales constantly, right? Because people get worn out with that message and it's not of interest. They won't come back to it until they just need, you know, a pen or a notepad or whatever. So if you had an education-based set of content, maybe you are providing tips on how to journal write using your notepads. Maybe you're providing tips on um, how your pens and markers and different things can be utilized in art or if you're scrapbooking and how long those will last or if they'll damage photos, that sort of thing. So 
content that provides not only interest, but true valuable information, not just saying our pin is the best with nothing to back it up. So how can you back that up or how can you create useful information for um, your audience to basically come back to and read about and get them in a sticky experience? So that's yeah. a weird example. I know not the best, but just kind of off the top of my head is what I came up with. No, that's, that's actually, no, no, no. There's no, that's actually a great example. I mean, you're talking about pens and paper or whatever. I mean, there are lessons you can offer. I mean, there's so many ways to basically utilize. And what's funny is, I mean, it seems like a, a new or interesting idea, but you know, like uh, baked goods or cooking have been yeah. doing this forever. I mean, yeah. you buy a thing of chocolate chips on the back is how to cook chocolate chip cookies i mean that's literally right. what it is and that's all you're doing is you're basically saying we have a pen and paper using your example here's how to use it and here right. are three thousand ways to do that and when it's connected to back to school i.e you know our pins are great for kids learning cursive which i don't think they learn anymore yeah. but anyway <laughs> yeah. or something like that uh, you know that is a great plug-in uh to the current time if you will so that's good that's really good exactly so really you're creating this, you know, awareness of like the chocolate chips or the notepads, pens, you know, you're giving people more than just maybe the one idea that they had to use it, or maybe, you know, oh, I've already visited your location, but I need to come back because blah, 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 you know, or I need to buy your product because I can also use it in this way. Um, you saw a lot of this in like the how to's, which they're still huge now, but really throughout the pandemic, a ton of how to's on projects and cooking and home projects and those sort of things that really are featuring products. Like what we used to think of like product placement, even, um, not just in advertising, but they really took that a step further and they might be showing you how to paint, but it is featuring a specific brand of paint. So Let's talk about some other options and examples here. I just mentioned one, which is product placement and displacement, but you know that's a really easy way to build trust. So if you can showcase and back up, you know our pens paper are the best. Here's how to use them and showcase, you know, a bunch of different ways. That's a great example right there. So there's one. That's easy. Um, Another one that is kind of completely different is really being transparent in your thoughts and experiences. So that comes from your staff, your team, or whoever is creating the content. But um, positioning people as an expert is another form of education. So taking personal thoughts or experiences from everyone, like from the CEO to people who may be, you know, on the floor working or packaging up items and showing behind the scenes kind of things, um, that those types of con content can really drill down to areas of expertise as well as, you know, showcasing maybe a different angle than you had before. But that's still education as well, because we're not talking about someone sitting there saying like, hey, I'm so-and-so just buy our product. You're offering maybe how it's made, or here's what I do, and here's what my experience is, or here's my take on how you can use our pens and paper, kind of something like that. Yeah, I think that's great. And if I can pipe in a little bit, I think yeah. the little dovetails here is, 
uh, how your product or your service uh, connects with local uh, education or local education opportunities in itself. So, in other words, the give back to your community opportunity. And I think that kind of falls in with what you were saying is basically, you know, understanding that, okay, so I'm going to buy this pen. Well, you also give pins to other school mm-hmm. districts that may not be, you know, or kids that may not be able to afford it or families are not able to afford it, that type of thing, so that there's kind of a connection or a stake uh, connected with purchasing or, or acting on that uh, certain product. And that's, once again, connected to education. Um, I mean, I, when I was a kid, you probably are too young for this, but we used to buy cereal, a ton of cereal, because they had, you know, points on the on the top. Like You'd, box tops. Box top pops. Box tops. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. right. I have no idea where those box tops went. But can you, I mean, every every box of grape nuts that rolled through the van, family um kitchen i mean those box tops went and those box tops were for kids right and i'd mm-hmm. take a little baggie with them or whatever and that's that's a great way to kind of you know leverage your product or service during the school year so absolutely so also on that kind of note you know showcasing someone as an authority or yourself whoever's kind of the voice you know you're really also kind of and this kind of goes into what you were saying too but it kind of like dangles a little bit of like wisdom by sharing that educational content and you're creating a relationship there. So you're yes. kind of humanizing at the same time. And even if you're dangling like a loyalty reward or like, you know, like a give back program, that's still, you know, I hope ties back to your mission. It's just educating people about your kind of big picture mission. But from a person, it means a lot more. I feel like, you know, me presenting to you what we do um, for a community program means a lot more or even one of our customers telling you that than just the brand saying it. But an actual person saying that I think is really smart. So that's kind of another angle, too. Yeah. And I'm going to underline with this brand new pin that we've raised to help school kids here a (laughs) little bit. Relationship. That is really what it's all about, I believe. I think that you know, for years, um, marketing and, you know, advertising has been based on, you know, the pain point, you know, what's the pain pain? What's the pain point? I think that the reality is the shift is to creating a relationship, whether, whether fake or perceived or not, it's that relationship between the consumer and or the product or the consumer Mm -hmm. and or the company. And I I think that's, you know, very sage of you, very wise to, to mention that. So. So I kind of have one other bucket, I guess, but, and this kind of does already tie everything together we've talked about, but basically trying to answer and provide information that showcases how your brand or your organization fits in the big picture of the industry. So this kind of goes back into some other things we've discussed before too, which is how do you stand apart from your competitors or like like like-minded businesses? So if you can answer and provide educational content that really, this is basically displaying your mission or, you know, your goals. Um, But if you can do that in a context that becomes a resource for your audience, I think that that is gold. Um, And basically answering those questions before they ask them. So, and in a, not, I hate using the word like subliminal, but you know, in a way that is not salesy, I guess is what I should say. So if you can, and this is kind of diving into what you just said about answering the pain points, that's what you're doing, but you're positioning it in a different way than what you've done before. I think that's the key there. 
Yeah. And I think, like you just said, I think that that's a huge part is, you know, that goes into relationship building too, but being that resource and building trust is going to build that relationship. So. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, let's see. I think I have one more that we haven't really covered. Um, I think that a great way to also kind of roll out all of this, your educational content is kind of creating like a multimedia gallery to pull from or some content on your website, which is really just a brand showcase, but it's not necessarily pushing a sale. You're just literally providing information, whether that's statistics or facts, or maybe you have some white papers or case studies, or you have testimonials even, but basically any way that you can kind of passively provide whatever your education components are, and then basically pull from those assets and, you know, use them on social media, push to your website, your email campaign, whatever you're doing. But if you can kind of create like a robust, um, basically set of multimedia to pull from video, photo, fact sheets, all those things I just mentioned, then I think that that's really smart as well. So having those tools to back it up with the facts, but presented in, a, in different ways, I think would be really smart too. Yeah, that's really, that's really smart. I never thought about that, but that's really smart. That's a good idea. So really good. So I think that pretty much sums up like my kind of bullets, I guess, or buckets of different types. But like we mentioned, like lifestyle ideas, you mentioned recipes, how to's, procedures, um, maybe even forecasting on topics. Mm -hmm. Um, Those Mm -hmm. could all be, you know, educational campaigns, just thinking what's right for you and the angles and messages to use is really, you know, where to start. And then building those resources and multimedia, you know, kind of will come with itself, basically. Um, you'll have to do some legwork and gather things up. But if you can decide your, you know, kind of talking points or how what you want to build your campaign around, I think that's a really great place to start. Yeah, you're so right. And the, the reality is it goes back to the content is king. I mean, you know, you're just trying to to basically showcase your product or service, i.e. our uh, imaginary, amazing pen and paper here for the illusion of our, of our conversation in a different way. I mean, how many pens and papers are there available? A, a gazillion, right? And, right. and I think that in some little way, when, you know, uh, parents and kids are what teachers go to get their school supplies for the year. If you can just stand out just a hair more, just a, a tad more, uh, that's, that's the, that's kid, critical, excuse me. That's critical. So, uh, and I think that if they followed, uh, the Lauren Doherty, uh, school of marketing for back to school, they would stand heads above the rest of the crowd. So <laughs> That's good. And candidly, I think I know who the teacher's pet is uh, for this particular podcast. So congratulations, Lauren Goldstar. Oh, thank you. No bad marks on the board for me today. No bad marks. So by the way, I I think I hear the recess bell, which is my favorite time (laughs) of the day. So um, I think we're going to wrap it up Uh, for the guilt factor. I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.